always what they seem, and people are not always who they appear to be. Greetings, Tolu Kainde here, your one and only source into the fictional lives of your favorite literary characters. Welcome to Lit Lab, where we distinguish the truth from the illusions. Fantasies are not always a bad thing. They can be an escape from reality, but they become a problem when those delusions become reality. In the play's Hamlet, written by William Shakespeare and a streetcar named Desire by Tennessee Williams, it is observed that when the lines of truth and illusion get blurred, it leads to disasters. Stella Kowalski and Blanche Dubois from A Streetcar Named Desire choose to ignore their harsh realities and find comfort in their delusions. Stella disregards her unhealthy relationship with her husband while Blanche overlooks anything and everything about her life she does not like. Hamlet's King Claudius and his devoted advisor Polonius create a facade of how they want to be seen while they hide their true selves from the public. Polonius pretends to be a loving father and a loyal noble when in reality he is a greedy, selfish man who cares only for himself. Claudius appears to be a brave, devoted king and husband, but he is really a killer and a cheat. These characters are unable to differentiate the truths from the illusions they create, and it leads them on a roller coaster of pain, death, and damage, which could have been avoided if they were honest with themselves and to others around them. It is completely normal for people to create false realities for themselves. But once the line between truth and lies get blurred, that is when these realities become dangerous. In the play, A Streetcar Named Desire, Stella believes that everything in her marriage with Stanley is perfect when that is not the case. When her sister Blanche voices her concern, Stella refuses to listen. She defends him instead and says, quote, I am not in anything that I have a desire to get out of. Look at this mess in this room and those empty bottles. They went through two cases last night. He promised this morning that he was going to quit having these poker parties." End quote. Stella is blinded by her love for Stanley. It is a very unhealthy relationship. Stanley's toxic masculinity causes him to be aggressive and overly dominating. He does not like it when people, especially women, talk down to him. He regularly beats his wife and because of his lovemaking skills, she always comes back to him. Stella has created a fake reality, unable to see, or she chooses to ignore, the red flags and the truth, which are right in front of her. Stella is not the only person guilty of creating illusions and believing them. Blanche Dubois, Stella's elder sister, is a notorious fabricator. She tries to emanate the image of a posh, intelligent, southern socialite, when in reality, she is an alcoholic in denial, a seductress of young boys, and a shameless flirt. Blanche constantly lies to herself and the people around her. This allows her to see her reality better than it actually is. She is very insecure about her looks, refusing to stand in the light since she fears people will see the signs of aging and refuses to acknowledge her true age. She hides in the dark to uphold her fantasy of youth, especially in the presence of Mitch. To her, darkness is comforting. It gives her the opportunity to keep her false realities 
while the light exposes her and the harsh truths. Blanche watches her husband commit suicide. She feels guilty for his death and creates false realities to comfort herself. The illusion of innocence lets Blanche feel like the youthful lady she was before she got married and how amazing her life was before she lost everything. Regardless of her lies and delusions, Blanche, on some levels, affirms she knows the truth and her elusive tendencies when she says, quote, I don't want realism. I want magic. I try to give that to people. I don't tell the truth. I tell what ought to be the truth, end quote. Blanche admits not only to herself, but also to Mitch, that she prefers the illusions and the lies because the truth is not something she can handle. Blanche needs these false realities to convince her that the world is kinder than it actually is. In the play Hamlet, it is clearly shown that people are not really who they pretend to be. As advisor to the king, Polonius presents himself to be a sincere and caring person, a loving father to his children Ophelia and Laertes, and trustworthy right-hand man to the king. These are all illusions since Polonius is nothing like that. He is a phony and a disingenuous person. Polonius has a need to look good rather than actually be good. He gives Laertes advice to which an outsider might sound loving and sincere when in reality was rehearsed and evasive. Polonius shows his true character when he allows his son to stay in France but gets someone to spy on him. He says, quote, see you now, your bait of falsehood take this carp of truth, and thus do we of wisdom and of reach, with wind lessless and with assays of bias, by indirections find directions out." End quote. Ronaldo, Polonius's servant, is ordered by his master to follow Laertes. Polonius gives the impression of a doting, trusting father when the truth is that he tr does not trust his son or anyone else. Polonius shows his deceitfulness when he blatantly lies to Ophelia, telling her the prince does not love her. Once again, Polonius gives the appearance of a loving father and a sincere nobleman, when in reality, he is a conniving evil man. Claudius, the new and beloved king of Denmark, is not who he presents himself to be. He is not the grieving younger brother of the late king who took the throne out of duty for his people, but is the reason for their mourning. The truth is, Claudius is an evil man who murdered his brother, but gives the impression that he is an honorable and genuine king. He talks about his deceased brother in a way that appears to be loving and caring, making him seem as if he is the admiring younger brother, when in reality, these actions are just for show. There is a time where Claudius admits to himself the truth. He knows what he did was wrong, and his guilty conscience is too powerful he has to make the confession. He says, quote, Oh, my offense is rank. It smells to heaven. It hath the primal eldest curse upon it. A brother's murder. Pray, can I not? End quote. Claudius declares this in a soliloquy, and only the audience knows of his sins. This acknowledgement shows that he knows the harsh realities from the impression he's trying to portray. While his guilt from knowing the truth eats at him from the inside, 
the illusion of a loving husband, mourning brother, and devoted king is still publicized for the kingdom. Claudius does not care to be a good man. He only cares to look that way. He creates a fantasy for not only himself, but for everyone around him. Appearances are misleading. People are not always who they say they are. And false realities are dangerous since they only lead to death and destruction. A streetcar named Desire and Hamlet are plays that both have characters who are unable to distinguish the truth from the illusions. They create these fantasies and believe them to be realities. Stella Kowalski believes her relationship with Stanley is picture perfect when she's really in an abusive, toxic relationship. He hits his pregnant wife frequently in private, but on one occasion, during a poker game, drunk and blinded by rage, Stanley has to be held down by his friends before he causes damage that is irreversible to his wife. Stella removes herself from the situation, but always comes back to Stan. Her love for her husband and need for sexual satisfaction clouds her judgment. She is unable to see the real picture. Stella refuses to believe Stanley could rape Blanche and decides to side with her husband, eliminating her sister from the equation. Although she sends Blanche away, Stella begins to regret her choice, deep down knowing there is some truth to Blanche's confession. Blanche is known to be a fabricator. She even admits this to herself. She believes the world has been unkind to her and creates false realities as a protection from the harshness of life. Blanche turns to alcohol and sex as a way to fill the hole her husband, Alan, left after he died. Years after Alan's death, Blanche still blames herself, giving her another reason to construct fantasies. Soon, she believes these delusions to be real and they ultimately lead to her ruin. Polonius, trusted king's advisor, is a fraud. He pretends to be a doting father who guides his children through life when he's really a deceitful man who cares for no one but himself. He constantly lies to Laertes and Ophelia, schemes with the king, and causes unnecessary trouble in the castle. He does not care to be a good man. He only wants to appear that way. Claudius, the new king of Denmark, looks to be a decent man who has taken the responsibility of ruling a kingdom in the place of his deceased brother. Charismatic, charming, and amiable, Claudius wins the favor of the citizens and the heart of the queen. This is just a facade because he is nothing like who he presents himself to be. Claudius is not the king everyone has grown to love. He is a liar and a kingslayer, murdering his brother, committing regicide, and abandoning his morals for money, power, and title. Who Claudius portrays himself to be on the outside is the polar opposite of who he is on the inside. All of these characters in their respective stories have blurred the lines between their fantasy and reality. It is a dangerous thing to do as it only leads to heartache, destruction, and death. William Shakespeare and Tennessee Williams demonstrate in their plays the dangers of believing one's illusions. Though creating fantasies are part of the human nature, they should not be taken to the point where they cannot be distinguished from the truth as they cloud judgment. Blanche Dubois and Stella Kowalski are guilty of this and it causes the sisters a tremendous amount of pain and grief. Claudius and Polonius successfully display the point people are not who they appear to be. They are fake to everyone they come across, acting nice and sincere in the light, but in reality are evil and scheming. 
The lines are blurred and these characters are unable to tell the difference. Every illusion made by these characters only lead to their demise, emotionally or physically, which could have all been avoided if they had faced the bitter truth. In all honesty, I sympathize with some of these characters. Life is tough, and there are times where I create fantasies for myself. The thing is, I find myself to be a pessimist, so those illusions end up doing more harm than good. But I am still growing, still learning, still trying to find myself in this world. These past four years, I've been trying to figure who I really am, and truthfully, I still do not know. In public, I try to portray myself as a confident, charismatic, loud girl who was surrounded by friends and gets decent grades. The reality is, I am a shy, socially awkward teenager who is just trying to find her place. The past year has been especially hard for me with the pandemic and quarantine. I was in a really dark place. I fell into depression and my social anxiety worsened. If I am not in class or eating, I would find myself in bed reading. I used books as an escape mechanism by creating fantasies to distract me from the harshness of my realities. Although the lines for me never blurred, I did feel better for a while. I do not think I have reached self-actualization yet. I am only 17 and have a lot more growing to do. But if I stay on the path that I am on, in a few years from now, I might reach my goal. Fantasies and delusions sometimes bring exactly what you need them to. They do not have to be negative as long as the lines between reality and illusions do not get blurred.